Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fidero. It's never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Rookie Fever. This is an episode. And I'm here. I am here, as always, with the Feverish Fenero. What up, what up, Swags? Feverish. Yes. When I move, I'm going to have a sturdier platform, and I'm going to pound the fuck out of it when I come in with the intro. It's going to be like, I can't even show you what I'm going to do right now, because I know my camera would move in a way I didn't like, (laughs) and I'm not going to make that happen for you. And you just wish to pound the table? I wanted to so bad right there. I was just, <laughs> oh, like, but we didn't. We're uh, still here. You get me rolling sometimes, and I have to get my uh, my big mouth far away from the mic sometimes. Just so uh, I bet you there. have a sturdy platform. I do have a sturdy platform. I will. I will admit that my platform is fairly sturdy. <sighs> You'd think Swags would have a sturdy platform. <laughs> you seem like a guy that would have a sturdy platform. Finero, I'm in the danger zone. Oh, what the hell is that? I'm in the danger zone. Anything could happen. Like, it's time to fix this shit. Move on. Get rid of it. It's something new. I don't know. Sounds sounds like a, a good idea. No? Yeah, no, it sounds like a great idea. So you're referring to, like, maybe some some rookies from last year that maybe are in danger of losing their job? Yeah, you should sing this song. Oh, that's not happening. <laughs> So we're going to talk about some rookies, maybe try to find a way to get rid of some of these guys before maybe they lose their job to free agency. These rookies coming in. Yeah. Maybe some guys still like them. Fenero, what do you think about that Bears and Panthers trade? The Bear and Panthers trade is a great segue into somebody that has almost, if not literally zero value now, which would have been on my list What the hell is almost... Matt, Not, I didn't want to say? say I didn't want to say zero because he can clearly be the team's backup now. But what Matt Corral, say? almost Matt Corral swags. Matt Corral with this Carolina trade moving up to the number one pick, mm. giving up um, obviously moving back. So that's their that's one first. They're getting back. They're getting the first in twenty twenty four, which is probably going to be a high pick. Two second rounders and DJ Moore. So Matt Corral's value, I think you would agree, is pretty damn low these days. Yeah, I don't think we. I didn't care about it much anyway. Did you? No, that's a good way to get him out of the way. But that's it's an example of how quickly of you lose your job. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are really big on Sam Howell. Um, I'm hoping he gets the start, but we still have free agency and we still have the draft. Anything can happen. Crazy things do happen. Finero. Yes. I asked you about that trade. And now you're talking about Sam Howell. What does Sam Howell have to do with that trade? Sam Howell has nothing to do with that trade. <laughs> I'm just curious how you feel about like that that trade. I think it's a great trade for the, the Bears. Pick. It's a great trade for the Bears. What great the trade. I love what it the, for the Panthers Bears. just gave up for it a lot. Who do you think they're gonna take? What kind of situation is he gonna be in? 
And I want to ask you this. If, if you, let's say, who's your, who's your number one quarterback in the class? I'm still Stroud. So if Stroud um, yep. went to the Panthers and you had DJ Moore, do you like DJ Moore in that hypothetical situation or do you like DJ Moore with Justin Fields? Hmm. That's a great one. So that goes down to the... Because everybody seems like they got really excited, right? And you're kind of like, eh. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it goes down to the, the chicken or the egg question. Is Justin Fields struggling as a passer because he had no weapons? Or is it because he's not a good passer? We're going to find out. DJ Moore, I think, is a good wide receiver. He's going to Chicago. Well, I I, that, I like that for Justin Fields. If you're a Justin yeah. Fields owner, you got to like that. Yep. I think the people getting excited for DJ Moore is a little odd to me. Um, I don't know how that would excite you. I think I've, I've said uh, two weeks ago, I think um, Justin Fields had two 200-yard games or something like that. It was really bad passing year for Justin Fields. But it doesn't mean that, especially with the rushing threat, that he can improve on that. And I know there's examples. I'm not going to bring them up because everyone brings up the same damn examples. Mm-hmm. And but DJ Moore is good for Justin Fields. And more importantly, yeah. more importantly, just just last year during the offseason, we were talking about how the Bears had no salary cap room, no draft picks, and we're not going to be able to help Justin Fields. Now the Bears have a ton of cap space. They're making moves. A ton of picks. Yeah, and they have picks. So the Bears are doing what good organizations need to do around a young quarterback. So that is so the win right now for me in all of it is the Bears and Justin Fields. I'm not I'm not well just uh DJ Moore it's I don't know. Well, so for DJ Moore, I don't think it could get much worse than it did last year, mm-hmm. which I think was like a high 700 yard year if I remember correct. I'm going to uh, for conversation set we'll say 780 yeah. yards last year. And that was a career low. He's a thousand yard dude ever since his rookie year. I think his rookie year was his last 700 yard season. And ever since that, he just Crap. ticks away. Dude's a stud. So I think he's good for that. He's better than an old Allen Robinson. He's better than Darnell Mooney ever. Yep. Yep. Oh, I agree man. with all that. Dude, you know what I thought of today? What? Some crow. This is some serious crow. I remember. Being on a rookie fever show with you, and I said something about Anthony Miller and kind of comparing him to DJ Moore, mm. and how this full circle moment of Moore going to Chicago made oh, me wow. feel really stupid in that moment forever, like saying the two together. And it was because of, like Anthony Miller was like cut. And he came out and you're just like create all these narratives and you're just like, hell yeah, you know, and you thought he was going to be the white. And it's just so funny how we can get so many things wrong. Like, but yeah, Anthony Miller, folks, where is he now? He's the dude. This is kind of his big moment of the year. Just being mentioned here on rookie fever. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Anthony Miller. What up? So anyway, I apologize for now. I was just kind of, I, I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit because huge trade just happened before man. we got on. Yeah. Huge trade. I feel like the bears made a similar trade to like what the lions did when we traded Stafford away. I know it was a draft pick and not like Stafford, but getting the picks back and some players and, but the bears might've done it better. <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a great one for them. Like, holy cow. So, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what's going to happen. Oh, so, yeah. 
I don't know if Sam Howell was somebody you wanted to talk about or if you were just talking about him because of the other quarterbacks. Yep, the latter. Um, CampusCanton.com, Code Fever, <laughs> right? Yeah, man, everyone's going to CampusTheCanton.com, man. We got all these C2C drafts coming up in another month or two. Every just, just day. Just released their freshman guide, which helped me a ton in one of my drafts. Yep. Every day the podcast feed has another one. It's like boom, boom, boom. I feel like an underachiever. <laughs> we have three. <laughs> we do pretty swell. It's only seven days in a week. Sam Howell. Not on my list. Man, man. Not on my list either. Not would you list. would you try to okay, oh wow. <laughs> Who would you rather add to your team? I'm going to give you the choice of Sam Howell and a 212 or Jordan Love. Ugh. Oh, the man, there's so, many, there's so many questions in that question. Um, I have so much. I'll go ahead and go Jordan Love. I think I probably would, too. Even just to see what happens for a season. I think when he's yeah. named the starter, you could you could capitalize on that. Yeah, yeah, that's where my head's at as well. It's, it's and I close, feel like Washington though. has let it known that they'd yes. like to have get something happening. Yeah, I think you're right. That that's that's ultimately what I was thinking too. I, I don't know. We don't know how much to believe any of that. They might be all in on how, and they're just kind of. But I just feel there's enough smoke out there for them to make a move. Move. So, man, I don't know how your list is out, but do you have anybody on your list that you would literally almost take anything for? That you would tell people, like, I don't even care. Go get a fourth rounder, a third rounder, a 2024. Get them off your roster and get something for them. Yes, I have one of those guys. Who is it? Isaiah Spiller. Oh, man. 18, agree. 18 attempts last year, 41 yards, three catches for 13 yards and zero touchdowns. He was out-snapped by Joshua Kelly and Sony Michelle, and Sony Michelle only played half the season. Um, so his production's not there. They do have other needs, right? The Chargers, they have plenty of other needs, wide receiver, offensive line, tight end, even defensive help. So they might not dip in for a running back, but they they should. Isaiah Spiller does not seem like the answer. I think they know that already. And I think they may not go as early as the third, but the fourth perhaps, and the fourth might be good enough. I mean, I think uh, the GM, by the way, has already hinted, uh, hinted or slipped up that he's looking to trade down for some more picks. So that would definitely help them pick up one of these running backs. But yeah, and, you know, they, they've done this before, right in that third or fourth through third or fourth round range, Kelly, Spiller, Roundtree. They were all day three picks. Yeah. So they're just going to do it again. They're going to do it again, and they're going to double dip in third or fourth round and pick up another running back that we may or may not get excited about. Man, so I have one similar to that that when we first started mentioning the show is actually a couple of weeks ago, and it made me think of Hassan Haskins and how mm -hmm. I kind of want to see if I can get rid of him. Sure. And I, and I was kind of thinking, like, man, I would almost take anything at this point just to kind of – I don't think it's going to happen. And when it does, I think it's going to be short lived. And I think his peak value, not production, but is probably going to be a second in any given year. Not, it won't be this year. That's for sure. A lot would have to happen to get a second for Hassan Haskins. I agree. And now Derek Henry getting traded, maybe, but the, the rumors of that, 
does that change anything for you? Do like, do you think you try for a third or a second? Do you think that there's a future or a season there for Hassan Haskins? That's tough, right? Because Henry's a workhorse and you don't expect Haskins to the reason Haskins was exciting is because Henry just came off an injury. Henry just showed us that he's not an alien, right? Like he's yeah. going to get hurt and he might get hurt again. He's that much older. He's that much bigger, taking on all this punishment, being the workhorse. And he didn't. He stayed healthy the whole season. That was Hassan Haskins real chance. And and then the times that Henry was a little banged up, though, Haskins really didn't. I don't feel like he did much with the opportunities he was given. And I 100% agree with that as well. I think that O-line sucks, which just proves how great Henry really is. So, again, Haskins, I agree with you. He didn't do much with his opportunities, but you have to kind of be like Henry to take advantage of those opportunities. And that just shows you. Actually, what I just said kind of shows you that Haskins isn't probably the guy. They they have the guy in the same locker room with Haskins, and that guy's a beast. And compared to him, Hassan Haskins, I don't think is there. So I think they're shopping. And if they trade, um, that's that's your opportunity to get that second. You said a lot has to happen. That would probably be enough for you to get out and get your. Get I think your I'd take a third. Second. I'd be happy to get yeah. a third or fourth. <laughs> but the, but if he actually got traded, if he gets the draft, traded, if yeah. Henry were to get traded, yeah, before the draft, you could probably get your second. They could probably get a second. Yeah, that would be your time to get out. So I'm looking get out at. Now. A rookie draft that I did with you in Goats and Bros. Mm-hmm. And Haskins was taken 402. Wow. So I'd be happy with a third. Yeah, absolutely. Just just to kind of just be like, you know what? Screw it. Like everybody that didn't take him was smarter. So, <laughs> well, I, I think it's the flyer that, 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 you know, Henry missed significant time. And I think then, then it would have been certainly worth a fourth round pick. Early or not. But yes, I'm the one that took him 402. You are, but I took Haskins in a couple of drafts too. Like, I yeah. think that's, yeah. No, I, I, I was, I think we weren't the only ones excited about that opportunity. All right. So we'll stay in Tennessee just for a moment. Mm-hmm. Then we can do anything you want. Malik, <laughs> Malik Willis. Uh, he was, he, he didn't make my list list, but he was on my, I had 22 rookies that were all in danger. <laughs> Is, but I, don't, I had eight I'm prepared any, to speak about tonight. Like public hope that would allow people to get out. Uh, I think you have to create the narrative. Tannehill's is Tannehill contractually, but you know, so is Aaron Rodgers. Contractually, should be staying in Tennessee this year and then gone next year. So they need to do something. And if they were to do nothing in this year's draft, I think that would be your narrative. Like, look, they believe in Malik Willis. They didn't do, they didn't draft even anyone. Like, I just, I can't see Tennessee not drafting anyone. I think they, right, they might. So, Finero. Okay. Yes. So, hypothetically, let's say it sounds like Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. It's warming up that way. Yeah. Panthers taking a quarterback. Yep. Um, Indianapolis taking a quarterback. Mm-hmm. What did you say? Indianapolis is going to take a quarterback. Colts drafting a quarterback. Yep. Um, there's rumors of Jimmy G to the Raiders. That sounds kind of strong. Yeah. Where Where does that put Tanny if all that were to fall into place? Yeah. I mean, trying to think who the other quarterback needy teams are. There's plenty of them. Because mm-hmm, they need a trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Seattle a tough one. locked in Geno. Yeah. A lot has happened. 
Houston will draft one. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, yeah. will draft one. Atlanta needs one. Yeah, I don't hate that. And then yeah. in a weird way, though, like I don't love that for Tannehill because I almost like Ritter more than Malik Willis. I agree. I do too. But that He's doesn't more mean ready they, to they play. don't need a quarterback. No. So, man, so I'm just like trying to think here, like what happens with Malik Willis and. I want a narrative to get out if you have him. Yeah, that's a, that's what you. I'm trying to create here. I hear you. And, and I think that people should. Yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, boy, that's tough. It. He When he came out, he just showed what we all thought is he's, he's absolutely 100% a developmental quarterback with a big D. Ooh, let me rephrase. He definitely is a developmental quarterback. I think we saw that. So I believe that uh, – I believe that's going to be a hard sell. Yeah. All right. No, I said you can do whatever you want. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go over there to Buffalo and say James Cook is in the danger zone. Uh, I saw Zach Charbonnet mocked to the Bills at 91 overall. I think this is both realistic and a nice fit. 6'1", 220-pound back to compliment James Cook. So I think people are thinking Singletary, free agency, ooh, James Cook, maybe full-time role. The Bills have no money, Swags. They're $19 million over the cap, so they're not bringing in a runner. So we only have to go to the draft, and in the draft, they only have five picks. So they're light on the draft, so they don't have a lot of capital. They're $19 million over the cap, right? So they're gonna if they, if they were to dive in, for a running back with, say, their third overall pick at 92 where he's been mocked, I think this is a team with not a lot of needs. I could absolutely see them picking a running back in the third round. Yeah, and and honestly, James Cook may be able to complement that, though. I 100% agree with that. It's just uh, This is the danger zone I'm referring to is the people that think that he is in line for that bigger workload with Singletary being lost to free agency. That's more of the danger zone I'm talking about. I agree. I think James Cook could possibly even thrive in that situation, but I think people's eyes are getting real big. Yeah. And nobody would like it. Nobody would like it. If if Zach Sarbanet goes to the Bills, Cook's value goes down. Yeah, that's the time to buy. If you're into James Cook, like like that like kind of the, in the NFL today, you know, that I think that James Cook could play that role with a bigger back. I think that they kind of want to give him a shot still. I do, too. Do you like yeah, that I mix between those two that. backs? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Charbonnet and Cook, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I sometimes I just look at these mocks just to see, A, what NFL people think the team needs are, and then, B, just to get my mind thinking about these landing spots before they actually happen. So I can just kind of like decide and give myself a little more time because we all overreact to landing spots when they hit. So I love like kind of like checking out these mocks. And it's going, like a oh, fancy Charbonnet. restaurant name. Like the Charbonnet Cook. <laughs> Char- yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I'd it's eat like there. A, it's like a fine eatery. Yeah, I'd eat there. <laughs> it's a nice eatery. Yes, an eatery. Nero, what's your favorite eatery? <laughs> I said a fine eatery. Oh. It has to be. Yeah, there's not eateries. They're fine eateries. It has to be fine. Yes, yes, yes. You don't just eat eatery stuff. It's my favorite fine eatery, mother. Yeah. Would you like to come yeah. and join me? <laughs> there you go. Now you have it. Yes. 
Don't say what your favorite eatery. It's just like, what fine eatery would like to dine at this evening? Oh, my goodness. You got it now. I'll get you. I'll get you all a seat up one of these days. We'll go out to a fine restaurant or a fine eatery. Maybe, maybe in Canton, perhaps. Maybe. You know yes. who will never be eating in Canton? Who? Skymore. Will, will Fuller. <laughs> Skymore is, is Skymore in the danger zone for you, Swags? Skymore is definitely in the danger zone. <laughs> He's been there. I had a feeling. Uh, I saw a tweet where you said there was uh, three or four players you will never own, and Skymore was on that short list. I did. I don't know if it said never, but I, I don't mind that word being in there. I, but <laughs> I love I that was, you qualified it, but then said, "But I would probably add it." <laughs> but that's cool. <laughs> it didn't actually Panero say knows never. Me. Panero knows that it could have been in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, when Will but, Fuller was on it, like that's probably. That's all we have to say. If, if Sky Moore was that, on the same list as Will Fuller. That was my funny side, adding when F- Will Fuller. Yes, of course. That, that was my funny side. Other ones were Kadarius Tony and Wondell Robinson? Yep, Kadarius Tony, Wondell Robinson, yes, yeah, Sky Moore. And Will mm-hmm. Fuller? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what, what I wonder what fine no, eatery Will Fuller eats at. I bet they I bet they'd all eat together. Yeah. That would be a good name for an eatery, Will Fuller. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, listeners, I just lost swags. That one was too the far. Fuller that was Will. like a bad. Yep, that was like a like the worst dad joke on a podcast right there. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was horrible. It was pretty bad. But yes, yeah, Sky Moore, remarkably horrible. Yeah, no, Sky Sky Moore was close. The reason I didn't actually add him is there's just so much freaking shit going on over there. Like, if Juju was to leave, like, there's a lot of opportunity. Juju's going to stay at least I believe year. so, too. I believe so, too. It's I think you're probably deal, right. It? Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I did not. I was not aware of it. I think. I've heard. Yeah. Okay. I feel good about it. I'm not as agent. They like them. They like them there. <laughs> but I they feel like good them. about it. Wait, and you're not his agent? No. I. I could, come on. <laughs> Like, Top landing spots for Juju Sisters, Cowboys and Chiefs. <laughs> you know I'm not a TikTok guy. I couldn't no. couldn't take that one on. So but I'll tell you what, if they don't and that like I still don't care about Sky more. That that just gives me a, a better opportunity to just be like I don't know, man. I, I just don't see it. Uh, dude, this is how bad it is, Fanero. I'll take Kadarius Tony over Sky oh, Moore. Wow. <laughs> Holy mackerel! And that's the right choice, and I know that. That's just, but I, you know that that's the right choice, and I don't want it to be, but it is. <laughs> you know, so that's where, like, if we're not drafting Kadarius Tony, this should probably be the last time we talk about Sky Moore. You got, you <laughs> I got, mean, you got to tell the listeners what to do with their shares of Sky Moore. But it, but it won't be, man. Jump. There's there, it won't be. There's going to be this roller coaster. And and honestly, I think like you just try your hardest to fight through it and um, jump off the ride. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's not real. The roller coaster never was. So when you jump, you're not gonna have it's you're not gonna break anything. <laughs> it's more like virtual reality. You're gonna be fine. And then like six months from now, 
you're gonna be like you the the player that you have in front of instead of Sky Moore is gonna make you feel bad because you're like wow, but at the time you're gonna remember how people like thought that you were the crazy one. <laughs> but I'm just being serious. This is how it's gonna play out. So yeah, I think you move on from Sky Moore. Yeah, I mean you've had that stance for a while now, so I'm not surprised he's on this list and uh, and and he belongs here. I'm not gonna argue that he doesn't. So it's. It's one of those things where I didn't put him here because I didn't think there was a I thought there was a murky enough waters in Kansas City with so many other guys possibly leaving that um, in shit in two weeks we'll have a clearer picture. Right. So for now, and and there's there. There's so much like, okay, so in our same rookie draft that I told you about Mm -hmm. for whoever else, (laughs) (laughs) Sky Moore went 108. Yeah, that's, that was pretty much where, yeah. That's some serious draft capital still, and so people have to decide, like, how they want to move on from that. It's a tough decision. Yeah. I mean, it really is. Like, yeah. so, but I don't, I don't think it's there like that. Yeah, no, I, and I have, um, I picked Sky Moore at 108 in a, in a single QB, and that's the share that's, is the most painful for me as well. I don't, know what to do and I don't think the value is there. Like, I don't think anyone's interested enough to make me want to move them. But yeah. I know, I know that that's, that's one of your things that you say, dude, if you know you got, if you know you want to move them, the sooner you do it, just like, we, just, just commit and do it. Like, whatever you can get, go get it. Um, instead yeah, of hiding well, in the bushes. Stop looking open. for the person that you think is interested in Sky Moore and find the player that you don't think those people are interested in and go get that player and give them the player that you think everybody might want. And that's Sky Moore. In our same rookie draft mm-hmm. that we're talking about here, though, because you mentioned uh, that you were one quarterback. Kenny Pickett went right after Sky Moore. He was yeah, the first quarterback. Yeah. Dra- Isn't that crazy, dude? Yeah. The way last year was. Mm-hmm. It's fun to look so, back at that. And the one, the pick after that, Swags, Rashad White, is on my danger zone list. Yeah, I think he should be. I, I like that because I'll, I'll let you talk about it, but he's getting a lot of hype right now because of Fournette going away. Yep, exactly. But to me, like, Fournette went away last year. <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. Yeah. I mean, Rashad White had, like, what, maybe 450 yards last year. Um, Tampa Bay is, is just insanely over the cap, dude. I think they have, like, the worst cap space. And I think that's what everyone's getting excited about. No, no, nope. That's why, that's why Fortnite They're had They're another go. one that could have a quarterback. But yeah. They're the team we missed. Yeah, that, that is a, that's a, a solid miss there. Yeah, they need a quarterback bad. They also going to need a running back. Rashad White or not, with Fournette gone, because Keyshawn Vaughn and Giovanni Bernard are the only two running backs there. They're going to draft one. I promise you, it's just going to be when. So your your scared level is going to be how soon do they draft one? Because I think Rashad White, and I know nobody wants to hear this, is probably just a complimentary running back. I think a good one. I think one that might play in the league for years. Even I just don't think he's an every down back. That's just my opinion. And it doesn't matter. My opinion doesn't matter. They don't have enough running backs on this team. They will draft one. And whoever they draft is going to also rise in value. So Rashad White, you just got done saying everyone's super excited about him now. I think he, I think he's a dangerous asset right now. So if people are super excited and he's a dangerous asset, see what you can get. Poke around. 
Yeah, Rashad White is the kind of player that makes me wrong about the fictional hold. Mm. And and then I'm like, man, I wish I had some Rashad White to trade away because wow. <laughs> but then but then I also look, you know, I don't have any. At, you know, and this is just our draft, but he he was drafted 110. So what would my return be if I had some Rashad White to trade away right now? Good point. It it's kind of yeah, similar to a high draft pick again. Yeah, you're right. One of yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, you kind of won just by not drafting him because you're you're not going to get a first rounder for him, maybe a twenty four, maybe. So yeah, yeah I, I, I would I see if I could move on from him. I think it's a player. I think it's probably a player. Like, do you think you? This is probably blasphemy. But do you think you could get like um, acres? Mm, I think that that's something I'd be willing to kick the tires on. I don't think that people realize how strong Acres ended the season last year, young or how young he still young. is, um, and and that he's still he was coming off injury. I don't mind that, I, dude. I think you might be able to pull something like that off. That that would feel good to me. Yeah, I would like that. Um, I think you could do that. Does this sound? Now, I don't mean what do you want. Like, what do you think the mass appeal would be on Brian Robinson versus Rashad White and Akers? Uh, like, who? Yeah, Brian Robinson's on my list. So let's start there. He's in my danger zone. I think Akers is, is a higher asset in that group. I think Akers is probably at the top. And then Rashad White and then Brian Robinson. Ooh, I'd I take Brian Robinson over White. I know, I know you would. I, I just, um, you asked me. Oh, did you ask me what I thought or what people thought? I want to know what the people thought. Yeah, yeah. So I told you what people thought. Oh, yeah, you think so people think, like Acres like that? I think people I don't like want Acres. Them to. I want to buy Acres yeah, I think so people much. Like I don't Akers, want people to like Acres like that. I think people like Acres. It's really close because of the because Fournette left. But uh-huh. I think I think Acres and Rashad White are close, which is why we brought them up in a, in a trade one for one, and then. Brian Robinson's below those two guys. I think consensus, like people out there, I think would put Brian Robinson late, uh, after that. I two. traded a one twelve away for Cam Akers this last week. Nice, nice. I don't know what you think about that. You said nice, nice but I like it. I mean, um, and it's super flex, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so you're yeah. I mean, you could get yeah. It's so tough because without landing spots, you don't know where like some of the people that we like are going to go because of those landing spots. But you know, you're you're missing out on the top two or three wide receivers, the top two or three. You're missing out on all the quarterbacks at twelve. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate it. It's tough. You'll you'll know after the draft, <laughs> like whether you wanted that one twelve back or not. You'll but. know by midway through the season. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll definitely know by then. No, I think that I think Akers is a buy. Like, no, Akers that, is a That's going to be the person that won the trade. That's like six months in. They're like, oh my god, yeah. I can't believe I got him for Acres. <laughs> Acres is one of those guys where he's not. It's he's like on that edge where you said you were you were telling me Montgomery might be, where he's not quite worth the first, but he certainly is worth more than a second. One twelve, boom, there you go. Yeah, practically a second, but it has the one in front of it. That'll get you Acres. Yeah. No, I I get it. What about Wandale Sloppinson? Yeah, so that that's funny. I don't, I don't. He's he's on the the long list of twenty two, but he's not on my short list of eight. Wandale Robinson. Only reason is because the Giants aren't going to draft three wide receivers. They're going to draft probably one. So he still has a role on this team. So I don't, I didn't put him in my danger zone per se. But um, I get it. I get why somebody would. Um, the uh, the temptation to do so is definitely there. I, I almost did. 
he is 15 out of 22. So he was getting pretty, pretty close to that top eight where I wanted to mention on the show. So I, I get it. What's, I the, get what's it. the best case? Um, plays the slot for them. And they, they get and, like a, they get a Quinton Johnson who won't compete for Wondell Robinson at all. Cause Wondell Robinson is like not Quinton Johnson. Like they do something like that where they complement each other. And it's a second year wide receiver in, uh, an assistant with Daniel Jones, he's already been there, becomes like an average slot guy. What's the out? What's the out? Like, mm. That's the other thing. I mean, I think the value is really quite low right now. I don't know what you could possibly get for Wondell Robinson. Third? Wondell Robinson and Kadarius Phoney mm-hmm. or Christian Kirk? Christian Kirk, please. Thank you. Easy. I don't know. I just sometimes Easy. I wonder what people think because you see Easy. people getting hyped about stuff, but you don't you don't always know what that hype is till you put it in scenarios. Yeah. That scenario is very easy for me. Um, are you buying? Are you buying uh, into the return of Calvin Ridley? No, I think. I mean, yes, but no, not like I feel like people are. I I think he's gonna be like. A really sweet Marvin Jones. And I mm. think that's really good. Mm. That's nice. Um, I can't get him for that price. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think he's going to be awesome for the team. I, and he's nice. a couple years younger than Marvin Jones. Yep. He's a talented wide receiver. Um, that's not even I'd, that's not even I'd rather addition. Christian Kirk. Yeah, that's not even addition um, Ridley even. Like, Marvin Jones is a good player, and he, he was even right up to last year. He had got in the end zone several times for you guys. Uh, just savvy guy. Uh, I think I think the, the thing that worries me about Ridley is just how long he's been out of the game. So there's going to yeah. be, like, that acclimation period on top of things. And then, yep. yeah, man, I, I, I think even Zay Jones, man, I think Zay Jones had a really good year last year. Yeah. I know people like to shit on Zay Jones, but yep. I don't know what to say, man. I think he had a really good year last year. There was times where Zay Jones was having a better season than Christian Kirk. Yeah, I was, you know? I was thinking the same thing as you were saying it. There were t- there were weeks where Zay oh, Jones ruined your man. Christian Kirk start. Absolutely, yeah. I yep. think people are underestimating that kid a hundred percent. And um, and then you throw Calvin in there, and and you uh, and younger replacement for Marvin Jones is is really excellent as far as like expectation level. Like I wouldn't be able to articulate it until you put a right. player on his name, and you I think you articulated it perfectly. He's going to be a good player for that team, but. Eh. Fantasy, he'll be good. Yeah, yeah. You'll probably start him at the wrong time a couple times. Maybe yep. a little touchdown dependent, game to game inconsistent. But he's good he's for the got Jaguars. So much name value mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Um, he's you. <laughs> he's gonna have a couple like really high value outs if you want to get out of him because like a couple big all he needs is a couple big games and you'll have the see see <laughs> and you're like oh yeah like that one game. Yeah, <laughs> but but Ridley's been a successful wide receiver. He he was successful his first year. We were here for it. You know, um, it didn't take him much time to get acclimated. We we wanted to say it was because who was on the other side of the ball at at the time, and that was Julio. But I mean, it, it happened quick for Calvin Ridley. So I think there's he has a bright future still. It's just too bad, like you said, he's been away for a couple of years. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm buying it. It doesn't seem like um, he's obtainable. No, it, well, at least uh, we're, what you and I, because I think our expectation level is very similar, what we would want to pay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can agree. find a wide receiver 
like that a lot of different places. Or the it price just you doesn't want to look pay, as yep. sexy on my yep. team. It doesn't have the same like I appease. And sure. I get that. That's fun, but yep. just a wide receiver. Um, so I heard uh, this, somebody said on Twitter, I don't know who it was, but it made me think of this. Like, I don't know if this is how people feel or not. Um, cause to me a lot, that's the kind of what this show is, is like trying to capitalize on how they feel like, and when these players are in the danger zone and is there out versus just dropping them. But anyway, somebody said, this is the time to go by Zamir White because the Raiders just showed they don't care about Josh Jacobs by franchise tagging him and that Zamir White's going to be the guy and you want him. And I'm thinking the opposite. I'm kind of just like, well, if he's that good, (laughs) they didn't even need to franchise Jacobs. And... I, I don't think that I want to go get Zamir White. You probably could go get him for cheaper, to be fair. Um, but do you have any interest in Zamir White? Or Zamir White's in my danger zone. He's one of the eight players I have up in here. And you up in here, up, up in, in there. Here. There, you sung a song, not not the danger zone song. We, um, Pat Kerwin on Moving the Chains called the franchise tag the beginning of a divorce. I really liked that terminology because uh, Saquon Barkley got um, a, a franchise tag as well. And as a Giants fan, uh, several several of my friends were very happy to see Saquon sign. And, and, and I was kind of like, ouch, because I kind of felt like this is his sixth year and that's going to hurt him to, to take that. And I think Josh Jacobs, it's kind of a similar thing. And the reason, so you would say, well, why is Zemir White on your danger zone then if you're like, you know, they're, they're, they basically are telling Josh Jacobs, we got a one year deal with you and then we're probably fine moving on is exactly what you just said. If they were totally fine with everything and Zamir White, they would have let him walk away mm-hmm. and not give him the franchise. They didn't. So they bought themselves a year to figure it out and figure it out, meaning dipping back into this draft. And they have they have a third and a fourth. So that's that is the danger zone for Zamir White. That's where he was selected. And I could see him easily being uh, at least given someone to compete with for that backup job behind Jacobs. And we also know that no one gets to play behind Jacobs either. Like, Zamir didn't get to play at all. He had 17 carries for 70 yards, no catches, no touchdowns last year. So he doesn't even have the production on tape to like Zamir White. So if you can, if, if you have somebody buying into whoever made that tweet on your, you know, in your league, go for it. I think, I think you need to move on from Zamir White. I don't, I yeah. don't know if you can, but if apparently there's he he's one of those players I take anything it. for. Like go yeah. to the Josh Jacobs team and just like see if they'll give you a fourth or a third or some kind of. I was going to say a, I would secretly hope for a third. It would make me feel a little better, but I probably would just want to get out as well. I agree. Yeah, there's there's spaces where I'll just like ask for a twenty twenty four fourth. Yeah, just because of how I feel and I want to make the roster space mm-hmm. uh, and I'm just I'll just push it forward a little bit. I have no problem with that. I know I've asked this question a lot throughout the show. Is there an out on Jalen Tolbert? Ah, Dude, 14th on my list didn't quite make the whole thing, but probably because he's that because, you know, there's no out. It's almost yeah, like nothing to pretty much. Dang- it wasn't ever dangerous. Yeah, so there's no pretty- zone. David Bell is in there in that same group. Um, it- I'd rather have David Bell. <laughs> Dude, they're both really hard to own. Uh, I, I have, I, you know, I have one or the other on pretty much any dynasty squad, and they are just impossible to own. You, 
yeah, it's showed absolutely nothing last year, and that is not a good sign. They weren't injured. David Bell actually got a little banged up. But Jalen Tolbert was totally passed over, had all the opportunity in the world while Gallup was trying to come back. Yeah. Just got totally passed over. Uh, it's it's when a team does that, the and and I think um, uh, Detroit did it right, didn't they do that with that Fulgham kid? Like they they literally drafted him, and then like yeah. the next year they dumped him because like they did they just knew. I feel like that's that's where Philly, yeah, yeah, he had four games and 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 disappeared again. And it turns out like later, what we're hearing now is it's between the ear stuff. His attitude's wrong. Everything's wrong. So that could be what's going on with Tolbert, what we saw on tape, what we saw with his profile, what we saw in college, blah, 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 blah. Same things we're starting to hear about Booty, Kayshawn Booty. These are red flags. Yeah. I can't tell you that Jalen Tolbert is, you know, out there having sex parties. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is there's <laughs> clearly, clearly a problem with Jalen Tolbert. He had all the opportunity in the world. He's <sighs> Should probably be in the danger zone. It's so funny how we talk as like humans, (laughs) though. Like how, like we never mentioned anything about a sex party, but we're definitely not talking about it. That's Kayshawn Booty is the one that's making up the the sex parties, not me. (gasps) So yeah, I, I, I agree on Tolbert. Man, I'd try to trade like Kyron Williams. He's another player. Give me a fourth. All those guys. Hey. Over at Dynasty Nerds, they have a completely new interface. Beautiful looking. Yeah, it's very pretty. I was talking about uh, talking with Rich doing a rookie profile just last night. We're talking about the facelift. Unnecessary facelift, I would add. It was a beautiful website before it, but it's pretty. I'm not going to lie. It's a nice looking website. It's really nice. Yeah, they did a nice job. I mean, head on over there. People that are over at DynastyNerds.com, they have the edge in your dynasty leagues right now. That that's where you need to go. I asked them, I said, uh, I said, Rich, I said, people are, are signing up like nonstop all of a sudden using promo code fever. And like, is this like your busy time of year or something? Like is is, is rookie set and he goes, No, it's the film room. It's the film room. As soon as people need to look at these rookies and they want to see it in eight minutes or less and they, they know about our film room, they know about our all twenty two, everyone goes. And that's when we get our signups as people want that film room. He's, he literally said it's like the GM is probably a close second to the film room. And the GM is the GM tool is pretty spectacular. But the film room is what brings people there. Like it's it's a, it's a resource that you can't find anywhere else. I thought of an idea for the GM room. I might talk oh, yeah. to Rich about it because yeah, I know like a lot of the reason like the GM room is there is because of ideas that like have came out to like when you're sitting there and you're running your team and you're like, Oh, if I had this, I could figure this out really quick. And that's a lot of like rich, what rich has done for us. And the dynasty uh-huh. nerds team has done with the GM tool is you, like put those right in there. So you can like find which teams have lots of quarterbacks, which you know what I mean? But yeah, right. I'm going to talk to rich. I got, I got something for him. I think it's he's funny. Like it. He told me about a feature that's going to be on the, the new version. And I don't think I can mention it on the show, but don't I'll tell you, it. I'll tell you about it afterwards. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So put in code fever, same 15, save 15% at dynastyners.com. That's, that's one of their longest running promos there. I, I like those guys a lot. Yeah. They're good guys. Very good guys. Feverish. This was a fun show as always. Yeah, man. We need to talk more. We should do that. And you want to do this every week? Yeah, I'm going to get such a sturdy table and pound the table. <laughs> just don't have any sex parties. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>
No. He is at Artmark TV. I am at Swagzilla Zero G. This is at Rookie Fever. Five star review us. We're working our tails off. This is, and, and we're, we're, we're pretty cool. We're good at this. We might not be worthy of a five star review, but we're better than a four. Definitely better than a three, two. We're like that. We're, we're like in between the first and the second pick. Yeah, but that's a good just round it up. Give us the five star review. One twelve. DMs are open for the the constructive criticism. Um, is that it? Just I would just I would just add five star yeah, review this bit. And we are out.